Blog Talk Radio. That would be a great way to start the day. You know, it's the originals, though. This other stuff they're using. Uh-oh. Am I not? Why aren't I hearing the sound? Hello. Did I do something wrong here? I'm not hearing any sound. That's so weird. What did I do? Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. A new day has dawned. All over the earth, men and women are arising. It's time for the sons of God to awake. It is a day of justice, recompense, restoration, revival, and resurrection power. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Vincent Xavier, pastor of New Wine Ministries. That wonderful face you see on the screen right now, Brother Daniel Seckham is with us. And in my background, what do I what am I looking at, Brother Daniel? All right, so that is the Sydney Harbor, and the Sydney Harbor Bridge is behind us, right? <laughs> Over here. Okay, there it is. All right. See? That's good. You're not homesick anymore. You thought you were going to be traveling to the other side of the world 16 hours away uh, behind you. So you're 16 hours into the future. So what's going on in the future that we should be aware of? And how does that work? <laughs> how does that actually work? So let's see. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> yeah, the future is... <laughs> All right, so listen, if you're 16 hours ahead of us, and I, I didn't do too good in math. Hold on. If you're 16 hours, if you're 16 hours ahead of us, how could we get news, or is it all relative? I mean, obviously you don't have future knowledge about anything because it's all happening at our time, but how does that work? Exactly. Exactly. Especially at one o'clock in the morning. All right. So anyways, praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. Hey, I had a beautiful, beautiful blessing today. I want to shout out to our dear friends. One of the greatest honors in my life, Daniel. Uh, Patricia and I were up and out around 630 this morning, and we were invited to a sacred, secret wedding. And the wedding the, the, the wife didn't even know was about to happen. So we showed up. I don't know if you remember the Hallelujah Bakery. Uh, you remember the Hallelujah Bakery? I don't know if you do or not. 
in Centerton. Yeah, we're uh, our Messianic Jewish brother, Paul, who owns the Chalaluya, the Hallelujah Bakery. Uh, he called us, Patricia and I, to come into the bakery at 7 o'clock this morning. They were in there. They were making everything. And uh, his beloved wife, Sue, they've been married 10 years, and he wanted to redo their vows today. And so we walked in. The presence of God was there. She was just weeping in joy, unspeakable, receiving what Patricia Joy said. My wife said, Patricia Joy, she said when we left, I have never seen so much love coming out of a man. Because, you know, he went down before and knelt and, and made the vows. And there was weeping and tears and joy and the presence of God and the glory of God. What are the earmarks? I mean, how blessed and honored uh, of a moment is that? So praise God for Israel. Praise God for the Jewish people. Praise God for those who are born again. Hallelujah for marriage. God is good. And by the way, praise God for Hallelujah Bakery. They got some great stuff there. And anybody in this northwest region of Arkansas, you want to bless Paul and Sue, make sure you get over to the Hallelujah Bakery today. Get some great stuff and and bid them a, a very kind word of congratulations. All right, so uh, that's it. So what do you, you got to love it. You got to love it. And uh, Daniel, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with this one right up front. What does it mean? What's the interpretation behind the Georgia Guidestones coming down to the ground? Do you know anything about it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, well, at least there's some interest. Here in the United States, there's a lot of interest, and I'll tell you why. Because for years, people had talked about the Georgia Guidestones, and I've got a lot of information on it, where it was from, where, you know, who the original builder was or the idea behind it was. Um, and be, because of that population uh, mandate, that population control, the depopulation, keep the earth at 500 million people, there seemed to have been a global agenda there, right? So for years, people talked about it, and it was weird, goofy, but the symbolic meaning behind them being destroyed, being bombed and brought down, 
Uh, it was like a declaration of war against the globalist agenda. And we do believe in a globalist agenda, right? Yes. That's right. And also, just a, just a quick interjection, um, he also embraced Adolf Hitler, the Luciferian heart. I will ascend. I will be a god. I will be the leader of the 1,000-year Reich, right? So that's the heart of Satan got put into him. There you go. So is this what the, is this, if, just one quick interjection, is this the homosexual manifesto about a militant homosexual agenda in, that is rising in the world today? Because you would think of the Nazis as pure men, you know, strong men, but they're homosexuals. Gotcha. Yes, amen. Mm-hmm. Right on.
So that little that little horn that came up, there were three that fell, and he they took his place being the eighth. Yeah, there you go. Okay, Daniel uh, seven twenty. Okay. There it is. So let, let's put this now, bring everything up to speed what you've just been saying. You're saying that we have seen a tremendous amount of glimmers of Bible prophecy being fulfilled in the past. We see types like Adolf Hitler coming as the man of sin. Uh, we see Bible prophecy fulfilled in World War One, World War II, the Ottoman Empire. But those were previews of what is ahead of us. And there's one that is coming, waiting in the wings. Uh, the dark one that hasn't been unveiled yet or unmasked because there's a rebellion that has to happen and there is a, a lawlessness that has to happen. Explain the rebellion. What kind of rebellion do we need to see more than what we're seeing um, that would kind of give us an indicator of uh, the timing of this? Which, which you just kind of lived through in Australia with the 2020 debacle. I mean, they, your government basically told you what to do, right? When you could go out. Okay. A controlled society. Mm Amen. I have no idea. I'm <laughs> just kidding. No, uh, what I'd like to do, though, because you, you uh, <laughs> talked about the Netherlands, what's going on in the Netherlands. Can we just kind of get to the Netherlands for a moment? What's going on there? I think, yeah, I'm not sure. And you are, okay. 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 
<laughs> that's kind of like drop. That's kind of like blowing up the uh, Georgia Guidestones. Insane. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah, that World Economic Forum has to be one of the horns of power that are operating within this whole system of the beast, right? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. And while you're doing that, I'm going to, while you're setting that up, I just want to get a couple of comments that are coming in this morning uh, from some of our friends out there. Ken Young is with us. Jim Boltmeyer is with us. David Ellison. Uh, Jim saying in 1979, a man using the pseudonym Robert C. Christian approached the Elberton Granite Finishing Company on behalf of a small group of loyal Americans. All right, we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. Did you find your video? All right, let's play it. Here we go. Yep. Um, it's coming on right now. Add to the stream. There it is. Account and basically starved out 
Asia and South America and in Europe. And they will allow uh, businesses to connect to regional stakeholders to skill innovations because this is the skill innovations that can address food systems to challenge food system challenges. And here, uh, I predict the program to announce that the Netherlands will host the global coordinating secretariat of the World Economic Forum Food Innovation Council. Okay, very good. Yeah, amazing. You know, the, the very first thought that came into my mind, boy, you're going to collect your thoughts and proceed with this, is that you look at the nations around the world, and they're all, it's all going through the same thing. There's upheaval everywhere. And Jesus said, there shall be signs of the sun and the moon and in the stars upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear. So, this is what you look at when you're looking at the screen. It's all over the world. Okay, with that being said, there is in Islamic theology a, an understanding that there is a 12th imam or a Mahdi, as they call it. Um, in Islam, they believe in a Mahdi coming and that will unite the Sunni and the Shia tribes of Islam. So is it clear, Daniel, are we in agreement when we look at the book of Revelation? I personally believe, and I could be wrong, but I personally believe the great red dragon of Scripture in the last days in a natural, physical way is going to be China, and I believe that China is going to become the absolute world power and everybody connected to China. 
will, will receive the benefits. I believe that Russia will be involved and Islam will be involved as part of the military religious beast system. Uh, are we close on that? Is that too generic? Uh, how are you seeing this play out? Okay, so what, if you were to describe it, what is the ultimate end game of Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum? Because I want to connect them to Russia, China, Iran, but here's a European-based organization that is global in its agenda. So what is their ultimate end game, if they were to put it in their philosophy? Yeah, very good. All right, so I've got a question for you. This is somewhat of a shift in our thinking. Um, You know, we've been hearing a lot and and sincerely saying a lot, hearing a lot, uh, the end times, the distress of nations, uh, all the things, nation against nation, uh, ethnicity against ethnicity, ethnos against ethnos. Uh, So we're seeing this all globally shaking. But on the other side of this moment, you know, when I look at lions, uh, in the forest, lions in Africa, lions, you know, they're the king of the jungle, right? And so lions uh, represent something of a force and of a power. And I know the scriptures talk about the young lions. It talks about Nebuchadnezzar was a, a lion in the thicket, so to speak. And so, but what about the lions, uh, those who are righteous or as bold as lions? What about the spiritual, biblical, born again uh, lion-natured saints of God that are watching all this going on, when are they going to come out and roar, in your understanding, at this moment? Are they just kind of laying back right now? Uh, or did we see the lions strike over in the Georgia Guidestones uh, destruction? Are we seeing, you know, where are the lions of God that have the roar of the kingdom of heaven, that have the roar of the spirit? We are pronouncing the very end of all things. That's what God called us to do. But the lions in the kingdom, Daniel, what about them? Amen. It is very powerful and well-spoken. And um, I, I want to shift one more time. I, I, this is going to kind of get a little sober now uh, for us. Um, a, a few days ago, I think it was on Tuesday, um, I, I believe there was a prophetic release 
about the condition of our nation and the things that are coming. And one of the images that, you know, was seen is, uh, you know, big game hunters used to go to Africa to shoot the big game, that America is becoming a, a land for the slaughtering fields and that there will be a season of slaughter. And this is on the heels of Uvalde, Texas, the July 6th uh, or the July 4th parade where six people were shot and uh, another 30 or so were wounded, uh, 10 people in Buffalo. And we go on and on and on and on about the killing fields. And the prophetic scenery was that hunters were coming to this nation and they're here and they're in their hotel rooms and they're, the big game hunters were here. And I found this scripture because the spirit of God has to be confirmed. Everything we say has to be confirmed. Uh, Jeremiah 16, 16, behold, I will send for many fishers, which I believe those who are going to be for salvation, uh, saith the Lord, and they shall fish them. And after this time of, you know, fishing for souls of salvation, I believe that's what it means. Uh, then after, I will send many hunters, and they shall hunt them from every mountain and from every hill and out of the holes of the rocks. I believe this is a, conf a confirmation or a confirming word about what America looks like right now. The fatted calves, the, the American people, uh, the, the once luxurious nation uh, boasting in the, the Laodicean boast of we don't need anything. Uh, I, I really believe that something has happened where people are just being killed. And I believe this is a reality that is coming. The hunters, the hunters are here. Can you speak into that? Do you have any witness to any part of that about um, the condition of this nation as we just went through an entire month of June where, you know, the, the LGBTQ community just, you know, poured out its blasphemy against God and every vile, wicked thing. Is there any reason why, uh, you know, the spirit of the Lord spoke this and why we wouldn't be so set up for that kind of judgment? That's why it's gone. It's all here. It's, I mean, it's all wrapping up. It's all coming so fast. Uh, we've reached our one hour mark, Daniel. Uh, I've got to run today. We've got some business to take care of. Uh, as always, it's just an honor to speak with you and to hear what God's put in your heart. I know there's a lot more. And so we'll get back on track next week, Lord willing, uh, to talk more about all this stuff because it's becoming very, very sober. And I just heard the Lord say in my spirit, I'm going to put it out over the airwaves. You have shed blood. Now your blood shall be shed. And I think we're seeing, beginning to see a lot of that. And I think it's, a, as you said, a preview of what's to come. America has become the killing fields for the hunters that are all over the world that have entered in through our southern border, that have entered in through all different places. And I believe that they are now getting ready to leave their hotel rooms. They're coming out and uh, the, the, the targets are everywhere. The, the soft targets, the malls, the hospitals, we've seen it everywhere, the schools, everywhere. And beware, walk in safety, not in fear. Walk and be led by the Holy Spirit and uh, continue to pray. 
that you'll be in the right place at the right time doing the right thing with the right people right now. Daniel Seckham, thank you. God bless you, my friend. And again, your country looks beautiful, and we can't wait to come and visit you sometime. And God bless your heart. Shalom. Thank you. Love you, too. Get some rest. All right, that's it for us today. We're going to get rolling. I want to thank everybody for joining into the broadcast. Uh, we do have to run. We'll see you tomorrow. We're going to talk about some very serious things in the morning. So uh, pray, pray, pray for today and pray that you would be one of those lions that are of the tribe of Judah and uh, understand when the time to roar will come and when the time to march will go. Uh, we'll talk more about it. Have a blessed day. Shalom. God bless. And by the way, I'm not allowed to leave the broadcast without saying I want to thank everybody for uh, supporting this radio broadcast. I want to thank you for considering your donation. Uh, you can give online to uh, NWM Global. It's on the screen right now. That's NWM, stands for New Wine Ministry. NWM Global, all one word, dot O-R-G. NWMGlobal.org under the donations tab. Also, you can uh, text us at uh, 410-88-OMEGA. If you would like to give online with your phone, just text, get your phone, type in 410-88 in the small letters right next to the numbers, OMEGA, O-M-E-G-A. It'll direct you. You can type in the word give and you'll be directed from there. And God bless your giving. Also, you can go to omegaradio.org, omegaradio.org. And I want to thank uh, Brian and Kathy yesterday. They sent a donation to the ministry. And I think that's phenomenal that our guests are actually undergirding the ministry and supporting it. Thank you so much, Brian and Kathy. Uh, really appreciated that. Uh, also, P.O. Box 100. You can mail in your gift to P.O. Box 100. It's that simple. P.O. Box 100, Decatur, Arkansas, AR, 72722. We thank you for your giving. We thank you for your support. We praise God for your partnership with the ministry. May God bless you richly in every area of your spirit, soul, and body. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks again for tuning in. This is Pastor Vince. You've been listening to The Watchman with Daniel Seckham as our guest speaker today. As always, he was awesome. We'll see you tomorrow. Lord willing, God bless you.